0: Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities.
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Grain Feed, brought to you by EverAG. This is your weekly news feed for all things grain and all things feed. Each week we bring you updates on the markets with unique perspectives from an amazing team of analysts with the intention of helping dairy and livestock producers manage their risk. I'm your host, Jim Matthews, back in the Chicago office. After a fun week into Larry at the World Ag Expo, hopefully you had a chance to see the video we filmed at the show last week. And thank you again to everyone who spent time with us at the show and out in California. It was wonderful to see you. A great trip for all of us that went out there. Joining me today, two of my travel companions last week, Director of Feed Procurement, Mr. Jay Kingsley, and Dairy Broker and Agent. Hailing from Northern California, Tiffany Lamendola, team. How are we today?
0: Doing great, thanks, Jim. Doing
1: pretty good, Jim. Excellent. Tiffany Lamendola is Spanish for the grapevine. Is that correct? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, it's not.
0: <laughs> it's actually Italian for the almond. So, is it really another near and dear thing to California, but not the grapevine?
1: That's fantastic. Tiffany, what is the grapevine?
0: Well, if you had traveled with Jake from L.A. to to Tulare, you would have traveled over the grapevine. And fun fact, it's probably going to be covered in snow here soon. We're getting very low snow here in in the state right now. There you go. Pretty exciting.
1: Okay, lots of snow across the bulk of the country. I think north of Illinois, our neighbors in Wisconsin and then uh, Michigan across the lake are getting a decent amount of snow and ice this week. Jake, did you enjoy your time? on the grapevine
2: i did it was a nice drive it was very pretty they had some rain this year as we know so it was nice and green
1: excellent jake good deal we appreciate those insights that probably wraps up the show it's really all the viewers wanted to hear um big week for ever media this week especially for you two you were both appearing together today on the grain feed but also on our newest dairy podcast parlor to plate so please viewers Search for Everag wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Look for Parlor to Plate. Speaking of podcasts, The Grain Feed is also a podcast. You can find the audio versions of these episodes if you prefer to listen while in the truck or tractor. You'll miss out on our beautiful faces and really cool charts and graphics. But if it's easier to listen, please search for that on your podcast as well. Lots to run through here. So, Paige, if you'd please... Timestamp the broadcast because it's Thursday morning. Markets are pulling back a little bit grain and feed wise here in Chicago. It's been a shortened trading week with the President's Day holiday on Monday. Short week, but Tiffany, lots going on in the dairy markets. Big report week for the dairy industry. Would you mind providing some of your insights there?
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is like the funnest week for us dairy dorks. We've had three big reports. We started Tuesday off with a global dairy trade out of Oceania. The auction was anticipated to be a little bit higher. I would say it came in below expectations, particularly on the powder side of the equation. Good news is China is in there buying, you know, that that was something we've all been watching for, but we saw other regions fall off. So a little little bit downside motion on skim milk powder and whole milk powder prices there. So start of the week off on that tone. Wednesday, we got a milk production report for the month of January. It came in just slightly above expectations at plus 1.3% for the U.S. Uh, Our model was expecting about a 1% gain. Biggest gains across the Midwest, which is not surprising, as we had been hearing anecdotal reports of a lot of milk in that region. And probably most notable is that cow numbers moved back higher. We had seen two months of declines. In January, we added about 9,000 head to the milking herd. So, you know, didn't knock it out of the park. We've definitely been on a little slower growth rate the last year or so, as we've been pointing out, um, some excess base programs across the U.S., Definitely kind of limiting growth. And it was an easy year over year comparison as well. Um, still, it's the, the largest growth rate we've seen in five months. So we called it leans bearish.
1: Gotcha. Leans bearish, which the milk market has been doing as of late anyway, yes. uh, while the feed pricing has remained a bit elevated. So maybe good then to transition to Jake on that front. Jake, we heard some of your insights last week. At the show when we filmed how feed is impacting our Western producers, what have you been seeing this week in terms of feed pricing across the rest of the U.S.?
2: Well, I think we've seen another just very subtle downturn in old crop corn basis, so that's beneficial to these folks that are dealing with lower milk prices. It hasn't been much, I mean, we're still at historically firm numbers, Um, but I think with a lack of participation from China in the export market as well as Brazil really getting rolling into their harvest here. We've seen some softer basis numbers in the old crop there. Um, We've also continued to see some new crop basis numbers float around. Again, they're firmer than we'd probably like them to be. Nothing to get super excited about this early in the year, but there are numbers coming to the table, so we're keeping a close eye on that. I think the big thing we're watching at this point is probably Russia and Ukraine. Uh, They come up on their one-year anniversary here Friday the 24th, so what does that mean to the world? As well as uh, there's been some uptick in the rhetoric as we now approach the deadline for renewing that grain corridor treaty so it brings up a few questions there i think i think a lot of the risk premium is still in the market it's just going to create some additional volatility as we get closer to these things and checking those boxes off something else we're looking at is next week we'll finish up the crop insurance pricing window there on february 28th i believe that's tuesday that should be probably one of the highest insurance prices that we've had. So good opportunity for folks to start working on their new crop futures piece, at least on the corn side there. Be kind of interesting to see how that thing closes out. Sounds like inputs as well have continued to trend a little bit softer. We talked about this a little bit on parlor to plate yesterday. Uh, inputs are are off their highs, but they're still Relatively firm, and the question will be: Does the grain producer have ownership already, or do they still have quite a bit to buy? The retailers are a little bit leery of owning too much of this product at a high price, and then seeing prices fall off and have to sell it at a loss. So, we could get into a little bit of a logistical issue as far as making sure product gets where it needs to be when it needs to be there. So, another little piece to watch as we come up on on the uh, planting window here in the next what are we 45 days out or so from really getting going on that so a handful of things to watch there
1: okay thank you for that Jake and i think in some of our previous episodes you know we kept the black sea situation on the back burners because the big headline grabbers have been you know argentine weather uh, chinese demand or lack thereof recession talk etc so we've kept it on the back burners for the reason Uh, that you've noted today is that it can quickly make its way back to the front of the line there. So they can definitely impact the market pricing. So very wise to keep an eye on that side of things. Jake, before I let you go, what is the Italian word for almond?
2: Mandola. La mandola.
1: (laughs) Okay. Just making sure you're paying attention, bud. Uh, I think that'll wrap things up for today. Excellent work, everyone. Big thanks to Tiffany. joining the show. Always a pleasure to work with you. We'd also like to thank Corey and the Everag Insights crew for their support. Thank you to Paige for her production, Magic. And thank you to the viewers for watching The Grain Feed. Contact information is on the screen. We greatly appreciate your feedback. That's all for today. See you next time on The Grain Feed.